And welcome to this week's episode of Ponder's Playground. It's a special day. Special. Special, special day. Uh, John, you know what today is? The day I have wine for a recording. <laughs> I told you to have something special for the recording, <laughs> yes. It's, uh, today marks the end of five seasons. Five seasons, that's crazy. So five years. Five years of uh, Ponder's. Yeah. There was a little break there where I wasn't part of it, but other than that, mm-hmm. I've, been, I've been here for... I think four and a half, I'd say. I think if I think about it, like the whole tenure, lots of episodes. Yeah. Um, I think I missed one. Just 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 one. Well, uh, here's the thing. The time is I'm going to be completely honest with you and honest with everyone for a moment. If you weren't there, I didn't really see much of a point in doing it because I'm not trying to badmouth Steven and I'm not trying to badmouth myself. However... Your role in this podcast has very much been to wrangle us back in. And Steve and I have tried recording episodes without you. And even I, at the end of them, are like, I don't know what the hell that was. It's good to have a bit of structure. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't have to be like full stringent structure, but like with everything. Yeah. Um, like, you know, we've been talking quite a bit about our writing projects lately. And um, <laughs> there's one thing, or actually two things technically, that um, I think is super important on some level. It's yeah. discipline and consistency. Yeah. Right. These two, these two things need to happen because if they don't happen, then you, you don't write if yeah. that makes sense, yeah. right? Like, this just to be completely blunt about it. If yeah. you don't have discipline to sit down and do the thing, and if you're not consistent on how often you do the thing, yeah. then you don't do the thing. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, that's, that's just the way it works. Mm-hmm. So, and that's why, you know, in, in previous episodes, you've probably heard John and I just talk about how important it is for accountability, if that's your thing, if you need that, mm. or you're just having someone to bounce ideas off of, if that's what you need, like, stuff yeah. like that, right? Yeah. But... It's it these things are important. So it's about um, knowing I'm, your strengths and knowing your weaknesses and not being ashamed of your weaknesses. Oh well no, for, for sure not right. Like so, at the time of uh, this recording, we're 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 finishing up 2022. Yeah, that's it's been a it's been a year, if you will. Uh, <laughs> I'm just it's been a, year, it's, a, it's been a couple years that feel like ten. Like let's be real here. That's fair, but if I really think about like last year, like just this one last year, mm-hmm. it's kind of been the year of recovery, if that makes sense. Like it's like we we 2020 2021, a lot a lot of stuff happened. I don't uh, think we need to summarize that no. stuff, right? <laughs> yeah. But I at least I when I approached 2022 was like okay. Let's get back on the metaphorical horse, if so to speak, with a lot of yeah. things, right? And there have been some twists and turns where at least uh, in my life, something happened and I'm just like, really? Well, really? <laughs> the big thing for me that made this year so productive, um, and I know we all know where it's going to go, but I'm going to go further back a little bit, is I turned 30 this year. <laughs> Which, which, uh, I'm, I'm just a wee bit, not a whole lot younger than John is. I also turned 30 this year. Yeah, and it's, it's different when you're not in your 20s anyway. And I went, you know what? I'm in my 30s. I remember early 20s, I did a, a plan journal, and I said by 25, I wanted my first novel out. I'm 30, still don't have a novel out. And that's where that idea came from. I need to get back yeah. into writing. And that's how that all came about, is I went... I know we technically started it before my birthday because it was February fifth when we started that document. Sure, but of course, it was it was. Ooh. It, it, <laughs> it corresponded with a life event, and the life event, whether it was it happened or was upcoming, was enough for you to go. Well, this needs to happen now. We should and, do that, and that's and that's what I think pushed that 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 idea, and then also it was that that kept me. As much as I say, you know, it was having you as an accountability, I'm not taking away from that. It also was, I turned 30. (laughs) Sometimes, you know, you need that outside push because, I mean, with a lot of things, or at least with myself, right, I kind of go, ooh, the time went by fast on this one or or just something like that. And all of a sudden, like, oh, there's so many things I still need to do. And then I kind of like wrangling yourself in yeah, uh, because it gets there, right? So, you know, 
with with that being said, you know, John and I had a lot of fun, as you know, like doing the write and pass. Like it, it was quite it was a bit of fun. fun. <laughs> yeah. It's also the first, uh, at least first for me, and it was a full length story based on prompts. I usually just yeah. go with stories. Well, and that's what uh, we're so, doing for the second one, right? So yeah. Well, exactly. Well, the thing is, is that I'm I'm curious to know your thoughts because the writing process is a little bit different on both mm. of these, right? Um, but definitely. When, whenever you like, I, I did this a lot because I've, I've studied fairly extensive poetry mm. uh, in in university and whatnot. And constraints are part of the poetic world. Like yeah. they're, they're very much things. Whether or not you're writing traditional form mm-hmm. poetry, which is like stanzas, sonnets, like whatever. Yeah, that's that's its own thing. Yeah, and then you have the new wave uh i guess sorry poets you i know there's words for it but like uh where it's just all free verse yeah right and you go with there's no rules that's attached to it at all and easier for me to understand not not reading wise but doing wise if that makes sense well and for sure right like don't get me wrong novels and longer works can have constraints to it. And I mean, if you're writing solely in like the memoir format, mm-hmm. writing in the epistolary format, writing in a, a genre, yeah. if you will, has their own rules that are attached to it. Yeah. But, you know, it, they're not, they're not full constraints, yeah. thoughtful prompts, yeah. which that one was, it was, you must include this in some yeah. way, shape or form. There were some weeks where I was like, I know what to do with that. That's great. <laughs> And then there's some weeks where I would just sit there afterwards. We'd finish our recording. <laughs> I'd turn off my camera, get back to like life. Bang you your will. head against and the I, wall a little and bit. I just, and I sat there like this just for a second and went, I don't know what I'm doing with that. Like, like, and you know, it eventually came out, right? Yeah. But that was the experience with the first one. It was both a challenge in some chapters, but also fun because yeah. you're like, ooh, okay. Because like, there's definitely some chapters I would not have written if there were, were the prompts there to support it. Yeah. Right. And then we're looking at project two right now. And it's like, there, there are no prompts. We're literally just having brief conversations yeah. about something, but for the most part, we're just going right? yeah. and two different writing styles. So, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's interesting to me and it's more back to what I like to do mm-hmm. in my writing flow, but I'm curious, uh, cause you're just getting right back into writing. Yeah. Do you prefer the prompts or at least a general guideline? I've been very anti-outline for a good portion of my <laughs> yeah. writing career. So um, the prompts did their job for that first project, which was getting me back into writing. It gave yes. me a direction. It gave me what I was doing. It, it it definitely pointed and steered how things went. And as you just said, some of my chapters went ways that I would have never thought because of the prompts. Yeah. My prime example of that being chapter seven. <laughs> where it just takes a turn because I was I was looking at the prompts and going, I have no like nothing was coming to mind, and I was like, I don't, I I don't, and I think I've mentioned it before. I thought about bringing in a cannibal, another human character, and I was like, that might be fun, and then I just left, and I just I went a different direction, and it's it's very weird. <laughs> Well, and that's exactly it. Like we go Pondo's playground year one. Yeah. Right. Like, you know, we very much dabbled in the short story mm-hmm. and then the performance on that. And um, one could argue there's a bit of constraint there, but again, it's a genre constraint, which yeah. is nothing like a prompt constraint. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if, if any of you guys are interested in trying it, like, you know, we, we are currently in beta mm-hmm. with, uh, with that story is that I am planning on once we typeset properly the, the book and, and, Again, we will listen to that whole process because I'm going to actually walk John how to how to do it. Whether yeah. he chooses to do it or not is a different thing. But I would like at least some knowledge on the process of how it works, mm-hmm. right? Um, where I will actually include the prompts, not within the chapters themselves. I think it's very out of place uh, for yeah. what, what a story is. But like I will include as a bonus section in the back, yeah. right? So you actually see like, oh, I really like John. John's talking about chapter seven. It's chapter seven, and then like yeah. turn back to chapter seven, take a look at those. That's like, if, if if people Whoa. read this and if have listened to this, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna recommend you go and look at the prompts for chapter seven. If you yeah. don't remember, because it was on a recording on an episode, but if yeah. you can't, it's yeah, it's I I I scratch my noodle. <laughs> <laughs> is is, but I do have a funny story for you actually about the betas. Okay, cool. Because let's um, do it. Uh, full disclosure. I kept this story 
from my mother. My mother kept bothering me that she wanted to read it, and I was like, no, no, absolutely not. It's in a document that Tiffany and I are in, and no, I'm not adding you to it. No, no, no. So she was bugging me and bugging me and bugging me, and I went, fine, you can be one of the beta readers because you have no idea. So she's a beta reader, and she got the thing, and she called me, it was the day after we sent it out, and she's all happy, and she's like, John, I read the first chapter last night. And I went, oh yeah, okay. cool, there you go. cool. And I'm just, I'm trying to be very neutral about this, because I'm trying not mm -hmm. to lead. And my mom goes, so who wrote it? And I went, well, Tiffany removed the writers from the draft, and I think she did that on purpose. So I'm not sure I should tell you. And my mom went, hmm, okay. Well, I think you wrote it. And I went, do you now? And she went, yep. And I went, well, you have a 50-50 chance of being right. <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny because, like, so I was preparing the document. I took yeah. some time, prepared the document, put it in your standard manuscript format mm -hmm. uh, for everything. And uh, I toyed with the idea of putting, like, so when you write in standard manuscript format, as you probably have looked at the document, there's yeah. the top part that's the header. And usually you put the writer... Uh, the name of the novel and then the page number, yeah. right? Like that's just your standard across all of them. I mean, I don't think anyone's printing this out, but if they did, yeah. then that would be the reason why is because papers get loose, papers get crazy, and you need stuff. to gather it all up, right? Yeah, that was a rule and in most university classes when we had to print them out was yes, put yeah, your name yeah. at the top of each page because if someone drops your short story, they're going to read chapter or page five, then one, then three. It always it always annoyed me a little bit, at least in the university classes that I took, which by extension are the ones you took, which uh, <laughs> were that, that they just told you to put the name on the top with the page number, but they didn't, didn't actually teach you what standard manuscript format mm, yeah. was. And that's why I was kind of like, you know, if you're going to do it, do it right. Do it the way that you would actually submit via publishing. Mm -hmm. Like some 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 publishers and a good number of literary journals, at least the majority that I've taken a look at in the last 10 years, need that. Like yeah. they, they need that format. So like to sense. me, it's like getting ready to write MLA or APA or whatever yeah. in your in your things. But anyway, I digress. I looked <laughs> at it and went, I was going to change the header for each chapter, like yeah. to have it go like who like so people knew who was right, but then I went, no. Actually, I don't want to do that. And the reason why is because I would like to have people look at the whole thing as like the complete story. As a story. Like the, as a, yeah, the yeah. whole thing together. Right? Not, not like, my story, your story, and then when they started hearing, the way we looked at it. Yes. Yeah. We always talked about it, where it was my story, your story, and now they cross, and they're crossing again, and cross, 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 and it was yeah. fun. And, and, that's, and so for that reason, I took... I took the prompts out because I didn't want that to influence people as well. Because yeah. they'd be like, oh, well, for what you had is pretty good. Like, no, I don't no, want that. Like, no, I would like you to look at This is about just the how the story works and flows. And Yes, I yes. So did that and then removed that and put both of our names on literally everything on the header. Yeah. Right? Just just to to know that there are two yeah. here. Because that's, that's the big thing is, like, when you're co-writing, it should still feel like one story. Well, and here's my thing is... I, I, when I got asked that question, I kind of laughed because I went, well, the problem is, is my mom has only read one chapter. Mm, and yes. as far as I'm concerned, but this is me being fairly familiar with your prior works. To me, it's very obvious, even though I know. With, it's very obvious to me who writes which chapter. Yeah, that's the writing style. Because I when when I when you start your chapters, I'm like, this is a Tiffany chapter done. It's two different POVs. It's and even like even beyond that though, it's just how the characters talk and how the prose flows, and it's very different. It they complement each other and they work. And I did enjoy reading through my chapters, like just my chapters, and hearing my seeing my characters talk about things that haven't happened but did. <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, for, oh. sure. for sure. Like, we, we might get a, a in in the new year just a play by play Carrie moment. Carrie, what, what's 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 going on? <laughs> what do you like, think, what's, who do you think's writing this? Who, one? who, who wrote this one? I, I think I think she'll figure it out because once I think you figure it out, it's easy because mine's like I said, all in one POV and yours is in another. And I think I switch POVs quite a bit in in the well, story. Um, I guess not POV or just perspective, right? Because yours is yeah. all first person. Mine's 
third. Third, yeah. Yeah. So, so which was interesting for me to write because that's not my normal writing style. I know it isn't. And that was a choice I made at the beginning and I got stuck with it. <laughs> well, as you were writing it, 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 was, it, it was super interesting for me, like when I was watching you do it, because I just in my brain going, you know, you're actually you're actually doing it pretty well. Like it, it's it, it, it fa- seems fairly seamless as far as formatting and whatnot mm-hmm. goes, um, to which my brain went. Oh, maybe you should have wrote third person. I was like, I just hate it so much. Like, I can do it. Like, yeah. I can do it. I have written it before. I've actually written several stories with it. But I did not feel like making that commitment no, yeah. on this project. It was, well, as we've talked about, this was, in my mind, going to be a shorter project. So I think the yes. third person for a couple weeks was fine. And then we got um, in it. But I, I was talking to Amanda about it yesterday, and I was like, you know what? Despite mine being third person, yours being first person, there are six characters okay. that the narrator always is either in or on shoulder of. Yeah. There are three for you, and there are three for mine. Two characters, one from yours and one from mine, only get three or four chapters. The rest go to the other four. Yeah, yeah. And so I was just, I'm kind of thinking about that. I was like, it's, it's this weird parallel because we, I didn't actually intend to mimic your character with my character in the, in the every now and then it's their perspective. It's actually super interesting because I originally only planned for two POV characters. Me too. Right. Me too. And then, and then I can't remember what it was. (laughs) I think you got really close to uh, your third character, like got like to the point where I was like, oh, did he actually switch the POV a third time? Like, you got really close to that character. Yeah. One could argue that it wasn't straight on that character, but, like, is very close to that character. So then yeah. my my thought process was, interesting. <laughs> interesting. I, I suppose I could do that, too. Yeah. Right? It, the rest uh, of the story is Zath, Charles, Oren, Danica. Yeah. Those are, that's the majority that's the of the story. That's the that's story. The yeah. But there are these little tidbits scattered throughout where it's picket and lex <laughs> and yep. there's only like three or four each but they're pivotal each oh, of those chapters sure. are pivotal and they need yeah. to be there as far as i'm concerned oh yeah because those are those are these are the characters that actually make the decisions get like, these, are, these, are the, these are the two characters that are um women or female female identifying in charge characters yeah. that yeah. they are just this is this is what we doing, right? Yeah. The other characters, there are no way we characters. They all have their yeah. own specific personalities. They all have their own quirks, if you will, that yeah. come up throughout the story. But they are very much in life, in the present. And World is happening around them. And reacting yeah. to the fact that they might not have all the information, right? Or yeah. they might be wrong, mm-hmm. right? Versus yeah. these two characters, which are just like that. One of those is trying to do the best you can, yeah. And the other one's just done, yeah. Like you know, and you look at these two characters, and they are very much the, the two that are driving at least, at least I would say the second half of the story for sure. Well, yeah, are driving that main plot, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it, was it worked out. I, I I was just talking about it, like I said like yesterday. We yeah. were driving to our Amanda's Christmas dinner for her work, and I was just. You know, if I think about it, I kind of start counting on my hands, and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm pretty sure they, <laughs> between the two of them, they get eight chapters." Yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty good. Yeah, uh, but yeah, so like it's interesting how the story kind of worked out. So I'm excited to see. There's about uh, a dozen beta readers uh, that mm-hmm. have the story at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've all been given my log email about feedback. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, you know, we'll see we'll see what's up, right? Yeah, um, and if there are little tweaks in surgery that needs to happen. We'll do it. We'll perform it. Um, I had a question, though, actually. So this is actually good that I can ask you on recording. Um, Because I I kind of read conflicting viewpoints on this, and I want to get your viewpoint. Sure. When we get the feedback from the betas returned to us, do we wait until we have all of them to read it, or do you do it one at a time as they come in? Uh, so from personal experience, like when, when I've done this before is I usually get them around the same time. Okay. Right. Um, it, it just really depends on the speed of the reader. Yeah. Right. Like for sure. So, um, I usually read them as they come in. Okay. 
Uh, that, that's just how I do. Yeah. Okay. Mostly because I'm also impatient a little bit. Uh, <laughs> that's fair. That's, <laughs> so that's yeah. what I know, right? Um, I'm a little impatient. That's so I do, I do that. Uh, yeah. Because there's two of us, I might just like text you. We got one. You want to read it now? <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. And then we can do that uh, and go over it if you like, right? Okay. But I, I usually just do it as it comes in because unfortunately, this unfortunately, I, I did screen my betas pretty well this time. Mm-hmm. I don't. I hope you did the same with your couple. Uh, it's just I have had betas bail. Yeah. Um, right. I did. Well, here's the thing is I have one beta that it's my mother. And if she bails, oh, she's, will, she's, she's never going to let that down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's going to be fun. She'll be on her deathbed and I'll be like, well, you couldn't finish my beta. <laughs> and uh, I'm a terrible son, but that's a different point. <laughs> um, the other one. Yeah, I think should be fine. She's read. Not other things I've written, but other little works I've done, and she's been pretty good about it. So, yeah. so like I said, I screened pretty well this time, mm-hmm. uh, so we should get them back. But the reason—that's the other reason why I read them as they come in—is because I, I have no guarantee that they're all going to come in. Yeah, because I, I right. was reading a thing, and it was like, wait until they all come back and read them all, so that way you have. And I was like, I could see its point, but then the comment section was like, no, do it as they come in, so that way you could learn. And and I was like, I see that argument well, too. <laughs> Well, so like from a self-esteem point, now be very clear with people, okay? <laughs> if you are an artist in any way, shape, or form, you've dealt with criticism. Oh yeah. Okay. Like there's no way you escape it. No. Okay. Now I'm gonna expand that. When I say art, I'm literally talking about all modes of creation, whether it's pottery, film, writing, sketching, video game creation. Movie it doesn't making. Matter. It's, okay. It's, yeah. We're, we're, we're being very clear is that someone has something to say about it. Okay. Well, that's just it. Even critically acclaimed box office movies that make, what is that new one that just came out? The Avatar Water one. Oh, water right. One, yeah, that one has made water. S- yeah. so much money already. And yet I still see people on Twitter who are like, it's garbage. And I'm like, well, tell that to the box office. So, <laughs> right. And so. Sometimes I like just for my mental health, I will space out the feedback mm-hmm. because especially those first ones, mm. because the first ones will give me a decent sense of tone of how the others will go. Come in. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So like, don't get me wrong. It's great when someone loves your stuff. Like yeah. it's fantastic. You get a nice high. You feel really good. Like your, your yeah. confidence just soars. Like it's, it's good. It's yeah. good. But it's also bad when it's bad. Yeah. Like, it, you know, when it's good, it's fantastic. It's when stay. it's bad, when it's bad, you got to thicken up that skin pretty yeah. fast. Right. Or, and, and then kind of have to separate emotion from the work, mm-hmm. which is hard because art's built on your passion. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and it's so, like you put right. As we've talked about, we put 10 months of work into this first draft yeah. and yeah. it's going to take someone five minutes <laughs> to go, Hey, this well, is garbage. But, and and the biggest thing is like, so we, we've already said it, we've been very clear on this. Your first draft is always crap. Yeah. It's, 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 it's horrible. And John and I've only had maybe one, two tops passes. Yeah. Right. From first draft to here. Right. Yeah. And it's kind of been, in my opinion, it's important to have that initial raw opinion mm-hmm. really fast, really early, because it, it does give you a sense of not whether or not to scrap the project. No, it's just, it's, it's just to see like, how it's generally received. Yeah, and like, I, I will that. say that was something that surprised me. Is I thought my thought process of how it would go is we would workshop it, do the second draft, and then send out to betas. But you want to send it out on the first draft still, and I was like, okay, so I can't even say what I've done is my second draft because all I did was a pass. I listened to it, went yeah. that doesn't sound. I made it as you said, your words readable, and then I called. I cut out things that were clunky yep. and so it's actually technically shorter now than it was when we finished it but that's fine that that's happens fine. um but we'll see <laughs> so here so here's this is this is more of a a personal opinion yeah. on the process uh so anyone that anyone's listening in they're like she's wrong don't do that that's fine like you 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 do it your way right yeah. is I find that a lot of people get paralyzed in that workshop process. Mm. And when I say that is that they just keep role editing over and over and they just keep going over and over and then nothing ever comes of it. Yeah, right. And, and the band-aid, sense. the band-aid of sending it to people never happens because you get stuck in the con- making it perfect. So that you don't get that 
bad yeah. feedback. Yeah, so so that's for this reason. Mm. I like ripping that bandaid off early. Well, that makes okay. sense. I, I, and then I, off I, it goes, and then all of a sudden, okay, okay, you can't hurt me anymore. It's yeah. gone, right? And, it's, and yeah. then you kind of dive into like the solid. Like John, and I will workshop this properly. Like yes. we will go through and workshop it properly, but. I wanted that out first before we started that workshop process, simply because now it, it you can't take it back. No. Okay. And we've now have a, a separate accountability audience here that's looking to. Yeah. And well, I was also thinking about it. I was like, you know what? If we get feedback returned to us and it's like, hey, this thing doesn't work. Yeah. Who's to say, since because you said we're going to start our workshopping process while they're reading it, who's to say we're not going to get feedback return to us that says hey this part's slow and we go yeah we already know that we fixed that don't worry about that and then yeah. that, that that point then goes away because yes no we addressed that already and that yeah. is nice and i had thought about that yeah I, I have friends of mine and just like acquaintances or just other authors that i've talked to at events and stuff and it's always that hesitation mm. to show a third party and now when i say a third party I'm not talking about like a man or a Connor because yeah. like they will read it if I ask or if you ask, they will do it. And that's okay, the thing I'm is partners aren't third parties. They're third parties that are second, first parties. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and they're supporting you. Right. Yeah. So like they'll do it. Right. But I, I want people who are not in that immediate circle to do it. This is the, there are a bunch the of the betas. I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm well, freaked and, and, out that they're reading it. Cause I'm like, I don't know who's reading this. At least but, when I was that, doing it in school, it was like, at least I know. I'm going to see them next week. And if I have a problem, I can talk to them about it. <laughs> yeah. but, and, but that's the thing, right? Is like you, you want that Band-Aid to get ripped off because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I've had just so many <laughs> colleagues, friends, whatever you want to call them, who just look at me and be like, it took me five years to publish my first book. Yeah. And most of the time, four of it, it was sitting in a drawer. Mm, yeah. Right? And, you know, if we're, we're talking about earlier, <laughs> you know, our our lives, right? And having that yeah. little push of, you know, you're 30 now and you got to do this thing, right? Is that's four years, it did nothing. Yeah. That's four years, you did nothing with it, right? And, you know, on the rare occasions, I mean, let's let's talk about like, uh, if I go classic literature for you, yeah. F. Scott Fitzgerald, all right? Uh, classic literature known for writing The Great Gatsby, yeah. all that kind of stuff. His first book took him 10 years to publish. And well, most of that was just that role editing stage. Like you just kept refining and, blah, 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 and refining and blah, 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 refining and then, you yeah. know, didn't do anything with it. Right. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy how much time after you finish something that, that anxiety or that nervous energy can really influence whether or not you move forward or, or stay where you are. And I was terribly nervous when you sent it out and I was, I was Okay. I, I'm really glad I respect your intelligence <laughs> because I, okay. I I was going to send you a message that said, oh, when you send it out, can you make sure to CC me so I can read it? And nah, 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 nah. and I'm like, no, no. Tiffany's a big girl. <laughs> she can she can do this. And then I got the email. You were CC'd. And I'm like, see, she's got it. <laughs> well, that's the thing. It's like I, I kind of played with it. I was like, should I just like send this to John first. I was like, no, like we're, we're just, we're just, it's gone. Okay. Well, and that, I think that was it's better. Gone. I think if That's you it. had sent it to me and said, what do you think? I would have gone, oh, I don't know. Oh my God. Because after I read that, I was like, I, I got nervous. I got, I was, I was, I was standing outside letting the dogs out and all of a sudden I was like bouncing in my spot. I was like, oh my God, I'm freaking out. Like, and I think if you had said, is this good? I would have went, no, wait, <laughs> give me another week. I'll do another pass. <laughs> I mean, inadvertently saving you from yourself. Exactly. That's, that's <laughs> so, but that's the thing. It's like, now that it's out there, yeah. you'll get the feedback and, you know, however long people take to do it. About a month, give or take, thing, yeah. Right? Um, comes on back and it will greatly influence how we approach the next couple processes. Because yeah. now, in theory, the worst would be behind us. Because these are, these are average people yeah. who are not looking at your grammar. They're not looking at your, you know, little techniques. They're not looking at so much the, the the technical inconsistencies in the word flow. Like that stuff comes later, yeah. right? What you have there is an audience and the audience is going to tell you, I like this. And like yeah. generally, because the majority of people who read books, the majority of people are not editors. Yeah. <laughs> they are not, they're not, you know, people that are looking for your mistakes. These are yeah. people, if they genuinely enjoyed it. That's your mass audience. Yeah. Yeah, right? that makes sense. 
So yes, uh, did not consult John, just said, hey, we're doing it on this day. Yeah. Oh no, we're doing it on this day. Yes, yeah, so have it ready by this day. And I have and it I'm ready. I'm going to send it up and I'm going to do this this next day. Yeah. Then text you said, it's out in the wild. Just so you know. Well, it was and funny because that all it. that day that you were going, that you told me you were going to send it, I didn't hear from you all day. Yeah. And yep. so, like, my mom called me, Amanda called me and was like, has Ama- has Tiffany sent it out yet? And I'm like, I don't know. I haven't texted her and I'm not going to. I'm just going to wait and see what happens. <laughs> like, so, yeah. So, basically, the, the first part of that week was, I, as I let you know previously, is yeah. the busiest time I have of the year. Like, yeah. literally yeah. the busiest time. So, I was just like... In my head, going, I'm sorry, I'm in radio science, but I promise it'll get done. Like it will. Happen, I had right. I had no. I wasn't doubting you. I was just like, yeah. I don't know. She's on it. She's, she's good. She's. It will is, be done. This is done. her timeline. I met her timeline. If she doesn't, that's on her, not on me. Yes. Yes. So out, out it went and stuff. Uh, it, it should be. It should be fun. It should be interesting. I, I, I'm, so I'm interested. Yes. Yes. And so as we're chatting about this, we're bringing up uh, basically the future. The future of the podcast. Okay, in the future of uh, our projects, because mm-hmm. we've been on this very five years, five years, five years. Condo, and, we, and we have been on a very strict once a week schedule. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we, you know, life happened. We had to make it two weeks or whatever, but okay, things happen. Suddenly we're um, recording on Tuesday at three o'clock. But, <laughs> but we have been yeah. fairly consistent on between 40 and 50, 53, 54 episodes-ish a yeah. year. Yeah, a year. Okay. So what's what what we're restructuring just a little bit mm. is because I don't I mean John and I we love our small projects right yes. is we're going to restructure the podcast a little bit into little mini series mm-hmm. okay so that we can follow along on the journey of a, either a creation of a story the process of finding beta readers or yeah. the process of uh, edits in its different stages even into the design process right mm-hmm. which is like cover design cover art do's and don'ts you know yeah. things like that uh going into typesetting and mm-hmm. whatnot people take for granted how your book looks interior like if you open a book i i mean we just take for granted there's no way that you looked at it was like actually that flows really well you're just like oh it's a book yeah <laughs> you keep reading yeah. right but if it was out of place you would notice that something was out of place yeah right so things like that, we'll be taking a look at in-depth process. We're getting back to our project by project thing. And when I say that is like, John and I will be writing a bunch of things and performing them potentially for you. Getting back to some of our, our radio drama-esque yeah. pieces, our, our narrating pieces, because frankly, just, just frankly, and for me, it does wonders for my mental health when I'm using my creativity yeah. and actually bringing stuff out, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, we're going back to that format. So we won't see that once a week, very stringent, you know, upload, right? We probably will do block uh, uploads uh, or leading up to or have specific timelines, at least once, once, once a quarter ish to once or so of these long mini series topics, just because it gives us a little bit more time to focus on the creativity part, the writing part of things. And as we do uh, different things, uh, like right now, I've I've explained to John off camera and off uh, <laughs> off mic uh, things like you know when you have multiple projects on the go, then like you're drafting this one, but you're editing this one, yeah. and say you're you're moving into the final stages with this one. And when you have that that backlog up, then you can definitely work longer because it takes different parts of your brain yeah. to do each of those steps. Yeah. Right. So um, as that's fairly common for me is new for him. So yes. we'll see that in a little bit in his eyes of how, how that feels, or if maybe he's just the kind of writer that has to do all in one go. Um, I really do feel like he's not though, because it's again, different, different yeah. brain process. I find that I get focused on something, right? Like um, in this last week, I my my hyper focus was getting the editing done to send out to readers. Yeah. So the steampunk story sort of fell to the wayside while I hammered out my edits mm-hmm. because that was my main focus cuz as far as I was concerned and this is just how I look at things you set a deadline even though I met that deadline with a little bit of time to spare that was my priority was meeting that deadline. For sure, for so, sure. But but things is now that that's in its next step, we return back. Now to I can go part. back, and that's just look, it. Uh, yeah. Look at this thing, and right? So it's just like we'll we're not the workshopping, and then yeah, I get you. Yeah, just to kind of keep it all in its in its forward momentum. Yeah, right? we had a lot of momentum at the end of that story. You want to keep it going as mm-hmm. we move inwards, right? So we'll be chronicling the uh, 
the publishing eventually of this story. And, you know, that may be longer than our predicted time, depending on edits and that yeah. kind of thing. As you know, I, there's one thing you don't rush, you don't rush your edits and no. you make sure that the story's solid before you go. Right. Yeah. So we'll be looking at all that kind of stuff. This is the time where, uh, I, I asked John to start thinking about it. It doesn't have to give me an answer now. Start thinking about things like, what do you envision the cover to look like? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, what do you, what do you think color scheme wise, like you like about it? Right? Yeah. Are, are we into f- photography? Are we into more of an artistic style? If we need to find an artist, is, mm-hmm. like, is that the route we want to go? Like, yeah. like so these are the questions that are not immediate. You do actually have to start planning that mm-hmm. and everything. How to how to do a cover reveal, right? I'll people pull Amanda in on that one on another episode there because yeah. that's that's her jam too, right? Yeah. It's just like things like that is getting ready for the eventual moment, which we will capture on camera. More more so more excited. as more as friends to to chronicle it together. Yeah. Whereas you know I'll, I'll bring a box over or he'll come over. I, br- I think I'm just going to come spend the day at your place. You're going right? to like I said, you get the tracking shipping. And if you yeah. see it's at the depot, you call me up and say, "John, get here." And then I go and I'll just live at your place yep. for the day. We'll just do yep. nothing. We'll just blue. And it. then when and then the doorbell will ring I... or the door will knock, and we'll be like, "Yeah." And then you know we uh, slide the knife out, slice the tape. Don't slice the book though, but slice the tape, right? <laughs> and uh, the <laughs> and then there's no there's no substitute for when you're actually holding mm-hmm. it when it's done. Um, and to be fair with you, even at that point, it's not done because no. we need to do qual- quality control. Well, that's all right, making it. making sure everything's good. But it's still that moment, yeah, when you got something physical in your hands, yeah. And you know, we will be doing ebooks as well, but it's just still that there's nothing, there's no substitute. Yeah, even if you're just producing an ebook of just holding stack or the compressed bound bits of paper in your hand like yeah. it's a it's a little bit of pride yeah a little bit of pride well i know because you're talking about how long this process is going to be of the and it's funny that that you're saying that because um yesterday as i was saying i, I went to a, a christmas dinner for amanda's yes. work and i was talking to i don't know who he is but he was a guy who was married to one of the co-workers so he sat down beside me and he asked what i did and I got to smile and go, well, I actually just finished my first novel, co-writing my first novel. And he went, oh, so is it coming out soon? And I laughed at him in his face. <laughs> and I went, no, you wish. And he goes, what do you mean? And I went, there's a lot to do still. I'm like, I, I used to think like that too. Yeah, you finish at a first draft and then boom, you have a book. I'm like, we still have months of work to do. Like... He's like, oh, why? So, and I went into the thing. I'm like, there's line editing, there's design, there's text, there's just, I'm like, there's a lot to do still. Yeah. And he seems surprised. And I was like, no, no, like this is this is an ordeal. And and the thing is, is so like realistically, and this is a chat with Amanda scenario later on down the line, but yeah. like I'm just judging on like my previous works on my shelf yeah. behind me. Uh right there is my brain just goes that we're probably looking at a at a Quarter three to quarter four, probably close to quarter four, to be fair with you, release. Mm-hmm. Right. So we're looking at that October, November, December yeah. uh, release next year. Yeah. Right. And that and that's with everything. And, and I know, guys, it sounds like a really long time, but think of how long it takes you to just read a book. Well, that's just it. Now imagine having multiple people, multiple passes reading that book with a magnifying glass oh, yeah. on each line. Right, and well, it's something like we as were simple as about last episode when we were like, "It's not nothing's worse than when you have pr- the proof out, and a million eyes have gone over it, and everyone misses the one word that screwed up." Right? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> like so, like your copy editor, their goal is to make sure something as simple as, and I know you guys know what this is. You probably never thought about it or cared about it much, though. Is let's say you do uh, uh, quotes, mm-hmm. right? So your quotation marks, right? Are they the straight ones? Or are they the hook ones? Mm. Okay, something as simple as that. Yeah. And now you're thinking to yourself, I don't think I noticed. The problem is you should notice. Yeah. Because it actually is very jarring. You you know if you know if you've seen it, if some of them are straight and some of them are hooked. Yeah. It will bother you. Yeah. For sure. You just have to be consistent, yeah. right? Uh, with things like that, right? Or, you know, same thing if you're just doing a comma. Is it the fancy hook? Or yeah. is it more of a straight? Uh, you know, stuff like that. Are the italics in the right places? 
do you need to actually change the font because the italics does not fit the page properly? Oh, like, yeah, I've seen yeah. that where you're like, I should italicize this. And then you're like, oh, that looks like garbage. Suddenly the whole document screwed up because of italicizing. And the thing is, that's just the document. Yeah. Right? So imagine in its little page format, right? So there's there's lots of there's lots of things. And then this is, again, you talking with this gentleman yesterday, mm-hmm. the things that you, if you're not in the industry or if you've not done this process before, do not factor in as far as your time goes. No. You don't factor this in. You don't understand. And that's fine. You don't yeah. know what you don't know, right? But this is why if you sign a contract for this with any publisher, right, they give you one to two years lead time yeah. for the publishing date. Like that's that's for this reason is mm-hmm. you have lots to do, right? And plus, you know, we've already talked about moments where just in the podcast where like, you know, you've had to take a week or yeah. and this is now that can happen in this process as well. Exactly. Right. Because, and this could pay happen with a multiple amounts of people, right? Yeah. Five of our betas just go like, Hey, life was hard. Yeah. Okay. Now all of a sudden you're waiting a little bit. Yeah. Right. Or things like that. So um, that's just one part of the process, but that's, that's kind of the subject again. Uh, mini, mini, mini series pro- uh, project. We'll be talking about uh, Tiffany and John wrote a book. Now what uh, kind of <laughs> yeah. thing? Um, just because this is, I would just like to educate people, right? Yeah. Uh, and again, I'm only talking about the print book right now. Yeah. I didn't even get into the ebook stuff. No. Right. That's a whole other now, beast. Now, there's a couple things here, and maybe I'll 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 chat with uh, a couple of my friends in the industry too, because there are a couple ways you can do that as well, mm-hmm. right? There's the uh, the uh, throw it in a program way and just let it do let it, itself, it do it. Or, <laughs> yeah. Right. Or you know maybe you're the kind of, I am. I'm definitely this person. Uh, I I like creating something unique. Yeah, and the thing is, is that it does take time. Mm-hmm. To do that because we're not using the standard, plop it in, out it comes converter yeah. kind of format, right? Uh, and then pros and cons. Maybe you are the person that that that's okay for you. Like you just want it in and out and done, done, and you yeah. don't care about that, right? But maybe you're the kind of person that you're like, oh no, I actually want control over all these little things, right? So again, yeah. it's it's there. Lots of things to take a look at. We will be taking a look at these things. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, eventually there, I'll, get, I'll chat with Stephen about the audio side, if that's mm-hmm. a, an idea for people. If if, they're, if you're really invested in the audiobook, I see there's a lot of surgeons in the audiobook uh, place there. And Stephen has lots of experience as a narrator, mm-hmm. uh, both with, with us at, uh, at Mecha Panda as well as others, right? Oh, so yeah, like, out there. So just taking a look at that stuff too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So that's what just a general... 2023 will look like so yeah. uh, i told i told john to prepare his wine, wine. if you will uh, which he's been steadily drinking so uh, just as been we do sipping. so now i'm pouring more yes uh, kind of thing, Woo. virtually Ooh, with my friend yes All right so we are you know looking at 2023 it's been five years of bondos so i need to i feel the need to toast this because it's yeah. been a long time and then yeah i'm excited change is good little bit of different stuff going off and you know i've always in my life mm-hmm. been more of a quality over quantity kind of kind of person yeah. with things so this reduced schedule i think will be quite helpful in just putting information out there mm-hmm. and investing in a discussion if people have questions or want to take a look at it so you know anyway i have my little little stuff i'm gonna do a virtual little clink, clink. For, for john a little clink okay so <laughs> to five excellent. years five years and hopefully some more mm-hmm and to uh, go ahead. Go I ahead. do have to say something because Amanda and I were talking about why, and I know you and I have talked about it before, but I came up, I just, you know, when you're talking and you make a revelation just because you're talking and you say something yeah. and then your brain kind of goes, hey, yeah, that actually does make sense. <laughs> we were talking about why I felt you and I worked so well together. And I said, well, I think it's because Tiffany and I started off as friends, but not really friends. We were friends with the connection of Amanda. Yes. I'm not saying we didn't like each other. I'm not. <coughs> Sorry. I had, I, had, I had to give you a chat. But. Um, via handshake beforehand. Yes. Well, that's just like, right. And there was like, we knew each other, but at arm's length. And I was talking to Amanda yesterday, and I was like, I think of all of Amanda's friends, I think you're the only one 
of all of them that I have built an independent friendship on that doesn't involve Amanda. Because why do I like Tiffany? Amanda does not come up at all in this conversation. That's right. Right? And I think that's another big thing is because we, we started off as stranger friends <laughs> with, the, with the connection in the middle. And then, and then we started to get to know each other. Like, I still remember that time we went to the EXP bar and I made the joke about the additional pylons and you almost peed yourself laughing. <laughs> like, it was just dumb. And we sort of became friends there. And then we started chatting. And then it, what I think was the really big shift is when we started going to school together. When, when actually even before that, when I started talking to you about going to school for writing. Because I was, I'd gone to school for something else. And then yeah, I and went, I'd already and I already completed my first degree. And I so. went, yeah. I want to, I think I want to do this. And Amanda went, well, why don't you talk to Tiffany? And then we started talking even more than we already were. And then I think we developed a, a relationship, not because we had our friendship base, but then on top of that, we built this kind of relationship of colleagues second. So we're friends first, colleagues and writers second. And I think that was a really good dynamic for this, in my opinion. The the, the big thing here, too, which uh, we haven't actually chatted too much about here, is, is the ability that both of us have to separate when it's friend time and when it's work time. Yeah. Like, these, this is very, it's very important to understand that Mm-hmm. There was no blurring of the lines here. No. We were in work mode. It was it was work. Mode. My bad. Like we're in work mode. Yeah. We're doing that thing. Yeah. Right? Friends mode. Whatever. Like yeah. you know things. Okay. But it's just the it's just the ability to make that distinction because that is a, that is hard. A lot yeah. of people find that quite hard yeah. to do. And I and I, right? I think that's something we have a very good grasp of because I would say we didn't even drift out of that when we were in the same class together. Right yeah. in class, just sitting there in between like break or whatever, we're in friend mode. Mm-hmm. But if the, if the professor went. Tiffany, John, you were working on this project. Friendship mode ended right at that moment. Yeah. And we and we're went going straight into, okay. All right. Well, we're going to do this. And we would knock it out. We'd get it done. And then we'd go right back into friend mode. Yeah. And I think that worked out very well for us. And especially in this, this project that we just did. Because yeah. throughout it all, we were having fun and having a good time as friends. But we were getting it done. Mm-hmm. And trying to screw the other person over as colleagues. Yes, <laughs> it's different. It's, uh, <laughs> it's it's fun. Ne- next time I see you, just for uh, just just because I have to, I feel like it, is that I I need to I need to give you I need to give you your dice, and it needs to sit on your desk. It's gonna as a reminder. S- yep. As a reminder <laughs> of just all because I I stare at, I stare at these all the time. I'm literally sitting here and I'm just like it's dice time. It's dice right. But uh, like like, that's and that, yeah. it's fun. And the yeah. other, like the other joke that came out of it, that it's been established, which is, I think it's hilarious because it's from American Dad, a show you don't like. I don't like it at all. Yeah. And I was like, and I remember sending it to you, like Tiffany. I know you don't like it. I know you're probably going to think it's stupid, but you need to watch this. And now we quote it all the yeah. time. It's been established, and it's the funniest thing between us, and I love it. Well, and, and that's and that's the thing is, is like I'm. I'm in no way a humorless person. Okay. No, no. If anything, I would actually probably venture to tell you I got really dark humor at times. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, but it's just, yeah, that, that kind of comedy normally is just not, it, it doesn't hit me the same yeah. way as it hits a lot of people. Right. But when, when I did take a look, I was like, okay, I, I, I see. So there are still gems in that. Well, that's just right? it. It's, I don't like King of the Hill. There are two jokes that I can think of off the top of my head in King of the Hill that I love. And I'll tell you them both right now. There is one episode where Peggy has to teach a sex ed class and she's freaking out because it's Texas and that's bad and all that. And so she's having this fantasy thing where she goes to hell for teaching the kids about sex and all of the fire goes out in hell and the devil goes, oh, wait one moment. And then Hank Hill walks in, hooks up a new propane tank. All of the fire starts up and Hank stands up with flames in his glasses and goes, that's a clean burn in hell. I'll tell you what. Love that joke. The other joke I love. Oh, my. And I, this one has gotten me in trouble before because I'm dumb sometimes. There's a joke. I think it's in one of the first episodes. They're looking at a car, Hank and all of his friends. And uh, Dale comes up and goes, do you know what Ford stands for? 
fix it again, Tim. And Hank goes, let's feed it, Dale. <laughs> Why this is funny is I told that joke to Amanda and Amanda went, yeah, I've actually thought about getting one of those. And I went, a Ford? And she went, no, a Fiat. <laughs> and I'm like, right, that's the, that's the joke. <laughs> Right. Yeah. I'm sure. Yeah. But yeah. I don't like him, though. I, I don't. I've watched it numerous episodes, but those are the only two jokes off the top of my head that I'm like, okay, those... I'm going to give props to the writers where props do, because that was that was funny. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. Totally. And that's you totally. with American Dad in that scenario. It's, I don't yeah. like the show, but okay, that was this, pretty clever. <laughs> this joke will stick with me yeah. probably to my life. Yeah. Uh, so well, that's just it. 20 years from now, we're going to be... We're going to be just talking. We're just going to be walking down the road. I'm going to be like, Tiffany, it's been established. You're going to be like, damn it. <laughs> now I have an obstacle, but yes. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a good rule when you have a writing partner, though. It is. You know, if it's been, if it's been it's established, been just established. carry on. It's, it's, it's been, there were things that you did in this last story that are, was established. And yep. I didn't like it. Complete transparency here. I went, oh my God, how am I going to deal with this? But I couldn't go... No, start of my chapter. Last chapter is wrong. She's stupid. <laughs> no, it's been established. I just have to continue. It's 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 carry the improv. On. Yes and yes, yes and. <laughs> I, I may not like it, but yes and. <laughs> and it was fun. Indeed, yes, absolutely. <laughs> so, guys, as you can see, John and I are excited, and um, we're going to get back to our uh, day of fun. So, <laughs> fun. <laughs> thank you for joining us on the last episode of Pondos Playground 4 this year and we will uh, be seeing you in the new year when we've established our in our own some fashion. little stuff. <laughs> in some fashion, yes. As we establish our um, schedule there for our little series. Will okay? it still be called Pondos Playground or will it be called Pondos Playground Presents Mini Series X? Something like that. Yeah, yeah okay. you might see it. So it'll still be on the same... Uh, Platform same channel, so it'll go it'll go there through everything and whatnot. But uh, it might even be just simply Tiffany and John write a book. Yeah. Or Tiffany and John wrote a book. Yeah, exactly. Right? And then we'll go with it. Yeah, okay? that sounds but good. But anyway, guys, we'll see you in the new year. New Thank year. you so much. If you've listened to all the episodes crazy. Yeah, then that's... Uh, we, we love you. Yeah, I think that's, exactly. Like, that's, what, that's where Steven's coming from all this time. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> So I'll say I'll save John today and just say, you know, check out our Twitter handle at Becca Panda Pub. It's always there. BeccaPandaPublishing.com has all the information with our releases of past, present, and future. Yep. So keep on the up-to-date there. If you want to DM in any way, say hi to Amanda. She's probably yeah. the one looking at that. Okay. She is still around, even though not present yeah. uh, on, this, on this mic. So, uh, but anyway, guys, thank you for joining us. And right. we'll see you in 2023. All right. Peace.